Godmorgen alle sammen. I've been in uh, Norway maybe eight or nine times, I can't remember. Jeg har vært i Norge før åtte eller ni ganger, jeg husker ikke helt. But I still need to talk in English, I'm really sorry. Jeg må nok snakke engelsk, beklager det. The other one I can do is Hebrew and maybe Russian. Jeg kan snakke hebraisk eller russisk, men... But not Norwegian. Men ikke norsk. So, my name is Angelika, and I'm coming from Israel. Jeg heter Angelika, og jeg kommer fra Israel. I came this time for the first time with my amazing husband Dan. Oh, I come here this time with my man Dan. Um, and I feel really blessed that we can be here together and that he can meet all of you as well. And then it seems for me to come here together and that we can all begge møte dere alle sammen. So I originally was born in Georgia, the country. Some of you might not know where it is at all. <laughs> Jeg ble født i Georgia, i Kaukasus. Kanskje dere ikke vet hvor det er, men... It's former Soviet Union. It's close to Russia. Tidligere Sovjetunionen, ja, nærheten av Russland. And then when I was six years old, we moved to Israel with my mom and my siblings. Og da jeg var seks år gammel, så flyttet vi til Israel med min mor og mine søsken. So I'll share a little bit about myself later as well. But uh, yeah, the way I came to know Norway and ca came here for the first time was through bridge builders, actually. Jeg skal dele litt uh, senere om meg selv og familien min, men uh, måten jeg, eller da jeg først kom til Norge, det var gjennom bridge builders-prosjektet. And that was a really very, very special experience for me. And since then, we just kept working together in different aspects and different conferences and things like that. Og det var en helt unik opplevelse for meg, og siden det så har vi fortsatt med dette arbeidet gjennom forskjellige konferanser og arrangementer. Today we're going to speak about roots. I dag skal vi snakke om røtter. So we, if you have your Bibles, that would be a really good time to open them. Så so hvis du har med Bibelen din, så kan du åpne den nå. We're just going to start with reading from Ephesians 3. Så so vi begynner med å lese fra Epheserne 3. Vers... 17 to 19. Vers 17 til 19. Do you want me just to read it? Or? Yeah, you can read it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, 17 til 19. Må Kristus ved troen bo i deres hjerter, og dere, og dere står rotfestet og grunnfestet i kjærlighet. Um, Må dere sammen med alle de hellige bli i stand til å fatte bredden og lengden, høyden og dybden, jeg kjenner Kristi kjærlighet som overgår all kunnskap. Må dere bli fylt av hele Guds fylde. It's part of Paul's prayer. It's just a small part. Tomorrow we're going to go much deeper into his prayer. But here he's saying, he's praying that Christ will dwell in your hearts. He's saying, this is my prayer. Her, vi skal gå dypere inn i denne bønnen. Det er bare en liten del av Paulus bønn, men... Um, her, um, so, um, say again, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so here he's talking about Christ living yeah. deeper in your heart. So he's praying that you can be rooted and be grounded in Christ. Who is love, obviously, so it's written rooted in love. And then he says, only then, when that happens, then you can understand the depth of his love, yeah, the height of his love. Och bara då kan man förstå Kristi kärlek, dybden och höjden och bredden av Kristi kärlek. So we're going to look a little bit into our roots. 
Så vi ska se lite på på rötterna våra. So important to look back before we look forward, right? Det är så viktigt att vi ser bakover för vi ser framover. Maybe so we don't make the same mistakes. Så vi inte gentar våra fel. Maybe so we learn from what is already on the inside of our DNA. Så vi allerede så vi känner och skönner vad som vi har på insidan av vårt vår, vår gene vårt vårt DNA. So roots is not something you can see. Och rötter är ju nog vi kan se. But if you look at a picture, if you even Google roots, you can see that usually the roots are almost as big and even bigger than the tree itself. Och visst du googlar rötter och ser på bilder av rötter så ser du att rötterna är ju nästan större än tre själv. And a lot of the life is actually coming from there. And what we see is just the fruit, it's just the result of what is happening underground. Och själva livet kommer ju från rötterna, även om vi inte ser det, men det är det som ger livet tre liv. So today, this morning, we're going to talk a bit about the roots of our faith. Så vi ska snakka lite idag om vår trosrötter. And about our personal roots as well. Och så våra personliga rötter. Where are we coming from? Var är det vi kommer från? Where are we planted in? Var är det vi har våra rötter? So some Catholic, for example, they would say, yeah, the roots of our faith, the roots are Mary, you know. Yeah, Mary, she is, um, she is everything. She's the one we, we take our inspiration from. I'm, it's not only, you know, it's just an example. But, or the saints, for example. Yeah, these saints and these saints, these are really the fathers of our faith. Och är man katolik så vill man kanske referera till till Maria eller till helgnerna och säga att detta är min min bakgrund mina rötter det här jag kommer från. And we might say as Christians, usually Christians um, I've lived in the UK, so I didn't say that for the last four and something years. And you hear a lot of Christians talking about Jesus, obviously, yeah, we hope so, but talking about the um, the disciples talking about Paul and John. Och som kristen så snakkar vi säkert mycket om Jesus. Det är bra. Vi snakkar också kanske refererar mycket till Paulus och disciplerna och Johannes och så vidare. But what we sometimes forget is that God started long before that. Men det vi kanske glömmer ofta är att Gud startade länge för det. What happened with Jesus on earth, that was an accomplishment, that was already a result of something that was rooted and deeply planted long before. Det som skedde när Jesus kom till jorden, det var allerede planlagt för länge sedan, det var bara ett resultat av Guds plan, Guds, ja. God, since, you know, we had a separation between Adam and Eve, they were in perfect relationship with the Lord, and there was that separation after the sin. Och Adam och Eva var ju i ett helt perfekt harmoniskt förhåll till Gud för för syndafallet. God was busy, busy thinking and planning and and hoping when next can I connect with them again? When next can I be in that unity with them again? Och det var som efter syndafallet Gud ensam tänkte på hur kan jag få dem tillbaka till mig igen? Hur kan jag vara i detta förhållande igen med med Adam och Eva? He wasn't sitting like this for 2000 years thinking, well, I'm fine, I'll just wait for them to come back to me, you know, whatever. Han satt inte bara med henne i fånga eller och tänkte hm eller bara väntat på att ja, de får komma tillbaka när de när de kommer. And what did he do? So we are going to look now a little bit more into the roots. He chose the Hebrew nation. 
Og så vi skal se litt nærmere på våre røtter og de røttene han viser til israelitene. The Israelites, he spoke to Abraham, do you remember? Og han snakket, talte til Abraham. And he actually chose this small group of people og han valgte altså dette lille folket to direct them, to speak to them og lede dem og snakke til dem, tale til dem to teach them from the beginning everything og lære dem alt helt fra begynnelsen av how to live and how to eat and what to wear hvordan de skulle leve, hva de skulle spise, hva de skulle ha på seg everything, everything, he wanted that closeness with them og gjennom alt så ønsket han denne nærheten til folket He wanted to be all in all. Han ønsket å være alt for dem. If you have a problem, come to me. Hvis du har et problem, kom til meg. Don't go to a doctor. I'll put people in place. I'll speak to them, and they will tell you my word. Ikke gå til en doktor eller noe. Kom til meg. Jeg kommer til å sette folk og plassere folk, og gå til dem, og de vil fortelle meg mitt ord. Don't go for chocolate. I'll comfort you, yeah? Ikke spise mye sjokolade, jeg kommer til å være den som trøster deg. It was probably honey then. Some of you like honey more, but it's fine. Det var kanskje honning da, men... So he wanted, and he says, you know what, I'm going to dwell. I'm going to come. My person now, I'm going to come and I'm going to dwell with you. You're living here? Where's the middle of you? I'm going to go and I'm going to build my house there. Han sa, jeg har lyst til å bo midt blant dere. Hvor er det dere holder til den? Der, midt blant dere, der vil jeg bo. I'm going to put my presence there so you can come and ask me everything. God is trying to come and bring that connection back with the people that he loves so much. Is it only the Jewish people that he loves and now we are here by like, okay... You know, he had to, like, on the way, kind of collect us. Thanks, Lord. Er det bare det jødiske folket han elsker? Og vi bare, ja, ja, vi får kanskje komme litt sånn inn på sidelinjen. No. Nei. He had that in mind. Again, he wasn't sitting there. He was planning and thinking of each of you. He knows you by name. Det hadde han i tankene helt fra begynnelsen av. Han bare satt ikke der og ikke gjorde noen ting. Det var det han tenkte på helt fra begynnelsen av. He knows your children. He knows your parents. Han kjenner barna dine, han kjenner foreldrene dine. And I love it. Someone gave a really good example. It's almost, you know, if you have a class of children and you bring a bag of sweets, yeah? One bag of sweets wouldn't be enough here, but you bring a bag of sweets. Det er sånn at man har en gruppe barn og man tar med søtsaker. And you just choose one person. So I say, oh, Vegard, can you please get this bag of sweets? You can have one, but share it with everyone. Og det var som han ville si til Vegard, du kan ha disse søtsakene, men du må dele med alle. And that's a great example of what the Lord done. He is giving them something for everyone else to see. Og det er det Gud gjør. Han gir det jødiske folket noe, så hele de skal dele med alle, så alle kan se hva Gud har gjort gjennom dem. And for everyone to be able to receive, because he put them in the middle, yeah, of the earth, so all the different people would move in between. Så alle kan motta, for han plasserte jo jødene midt på jorden, slik at alle nasjoner kan motta det de fikk fra Gud. You know what? I sometimes struggle to get it. Av og til så skjønner jeg ikke helt. I'm Jewish myself. Jeg er jødisk selv. Not 100% Jewish. Ikke 100%. Very mixed. Blandet bakgrunn. So I have... Now I realize I have Turkish as well. I didn't know that. I have Turkish, I have Russian, I have Armenian, 
Jewish, whatever you like is there. Turkish background, I have Russian, I have Armenian, I have Jewish. Not Norwegian, but everything else. But as a Jewish, I can't get it. I'm like, Lord, you really picked these people? Did you see them? Men som jag så känner jag att säga att till Gud, ja men Gud har du sett dem? Jag känner inte varför tog du, varför plockade du, varför valde du ut detta folk? I live in the UK and people come to me. Wow, you're from Israel. That's so special. Och jag bor i England av till så kommer folk till mig och säger, oh, du är judisk, utroligt fantastisk. And I'm thinking, have you been to Israel? Jag tänker, har du varit i Israel? Have you seen the people? Har du sett folket? Did someone shout at you on the train? Really, you know, when you come, you see that the people are not angels and the streets are not gold. One girl came back. You know, many people go for the first time really with expectation for something really incredible to happen. And many times when it happens, it's just by the grace of God that he speaks to that person. But one girl came back and she said, there was so much rubbish in Jerusalem, on the streets. She said, I think there was a strike. They didn't clean anything. And I was quite happy because then you can get it. It's not, they're not perfect. God didn't choose them because he said, oh, they are, yeah, they are the best looking. They're the, the nicest people. They're the most polite, you know. They, he would pick the English if he would choose that. God said, yeah, I'm coming to choose them because they are the finest, the penest, the hoffeligst. Then he would choose the English. Or the Norwegians that yesterday we realized more polite than the English. Eller det norske som kanskje er enda mer røffligere enn hengmunnsmenn, vet ikke det. But no, he picked stubborn, annoying people that can't get it. Men han valgte altså dette folket som er sta og egenrådig og som ikke skjønner det. And in Paul, actually, in, sorry, in Romans 11, we can see Paul is talking about, sorry, yeah, giving the example of Elijah. He's saying, Elijah was saying, Lord, what are you doing with these people? Og i Romerne 11 så refererer han til Paulus da, til Elijah, Elisha, heter det på norsk. Og hvor han spør, Gud, hvordan holder du med dette folket? Hva gjør du med dette folket? They're all, they're all bowing to idols. What are you doing with them? De tilbør jo avguder. Hvordan, hvorfor, hva gjør du med dem? There is murder. He's like, I'm done. Jeg gidder ikke mer. But what God is saying, no, not all of them. God sees beyond that. Men Gud sier, nei, det er ikke alle som er sånn. Gud ser forbi det. There is a remnant. There is some people that they haven't done that. They are faithful. Det er fremdeles en rest igjen. Det er noen som fremdeles er trofaste. And this is the original olive tree that we can see. Og det er det opprinnelige oliventreet som vi kan se. In Romans 11, he speaks about it a lot. I'm so sorry, we don't have... I wrote so many scriptures, it's really hard to keep reading, but we'll read more as we go. Ja, i Romerne 11 i hvert fall, så hun skrev ned masse bibelvers, men vi får ikke tid til å lese dem alt, men i hvert fall i Romerne 11. That original olive tree that is nourished directly by God. Så står det om altså dette olje, eller oliventreet, som er da, får sin næring direkte fra Gud. Life and breath and everything in it. Liv og ånde og alt som er i det. 
And as much as they were unfaithful, he remained faithful. Og på tross av deres trolighet så forble han trofast. I don't know if uh, many of you are familiar probably with the book of Hosea. What is God comparing Israel to? Do you remember? A prostitute. En prostituert. Yeah. So he's telling Hosea, he's saying, go and marry a prostitute. So det er Gud forteller til Hosea, gå og gifte med denne sjøgen. I'm saying, Lord, please, don't, don't bring same revelations today. This is crazy. Jeg bare ber til Gud at han ikke skal si det samme i dag. But why is he saying that? Men hvorfor sier Gud det? He's saying, go and marry her. And you know what he's saying again? When she goes off and runs with other men, go and bring her back. Men Gud sier det, gå og gift deg med henne. Og hva sier han når hun da løper med andre menn? Gå etter henne, få henne tilbake. When she cheats on you, it's like she's spitting in your face. You go and you get her back. And you say, I love you. Og når hun er utro mot deg, når hun spytter på deg, hva gjør du da? Da går du etter henne, og du sier, jeg elsker deg. It's an incredible book. I would really recommend you to read through it slowly. Det er en utrolig bok. Jeg vil anbefale at dere leser gjennom den sakte. And what does the Lord say? Because he's trying, he's trying to show his heart for Israel. Og hva er det Gud sier? Han prøver jo å vise det hjertet han har for Israel. In Hosea 2, 19 and 20, I can read it first in English. I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness and justice, in loving kindness and mercy. I will betroth you to me in faithfulness, and you shall know the Lord. He's saying, I want to marry you. You're unfair. Can you imagine? Hosea 2, 19-20 Jeg vil binde meg til deg for alltid Jeg vil binde meg til deg i rettferd og rett I kjærlighet og barmhjertighet Jeg vil binde meg til deg i troskap Og du skal kjenne Herren Kan du forstå, som menn, ja? Du er kneeling på en kne Jeg vet ikke om mange av dere har gjort det, kanskje. Kan du forestille deg, dere menn, at dere knærer på kornet? Du står på en kne, og du sier, «Vil du marri meg?» Og du spør deg, «Vil du gifte deg med meg?» Min mann gjorde det på en veldig spesiell måte. Men kan du tenke deg at dama sa, «Ja, men...» «Jeg kan ikke lov at jeg bare er med deg.» Sometimes I go here and I go there. Av og til så er jeg der, av og til så går jeg der. I know it sounds crazy, it sounds, you're like, oh, it's a bit embarrassing how she's talking. But this is reality. God is sharing that in a whole book in the Bible. Men det er det Gud deler og snakker om i Bibelen. And what is happening because of that? So he's so faithful and he's running after them. Og Gud er så trofast at han løper jo etter dette folket. But it's, as you read throughout scriptures, you see so many different stories as they go back and forth and back and forth to him. Og det ser vi gjennom hele gamle testamentet, historier om hvor de går bort fra Gud og kommer tilbake, løper bort og kommer tilbake igjen. And in Romans 11, back to Romans 11. Og tilbake til Romerne 11. We see that they hardened their heart before the Lord. 
Så ser vi att de får härda hjärtet sitt mot Gud. 11 verse 7 to 11 it's just around there. Ja, Romarna 11 7 till till 11. Um, one second. Yeah, they harden their heart and as they are going forward, God is releasing them. He is giving them a spirit of slumberness. What does it mean? Like sleepiness, you know? Det er som om Gud har gitt dem da en sløvet ånd og et øye som ikke ser. Eyes that shouldn't see. Ja, øye som ikke ser. And ears they should not hear. Og ører som ikke hører. To this very day. Helt til denne dag. And that's what we see in Israel today. Og det er det vi ser i Israel i dag. People that God released them to walk in their own ways. Sorry. People, a whole people that God released them to to walk in their own ways. Og det er som Gud tillater at dette folket går sin egne veier. Why did they choose today to go rabbinic way? Hvorfor har de valgt i dag å gå etter rabbinsk jødedom? The way of rules and regulations. Som handler om bare regler og lover. And trying to get salvation and righteousness by works by deeds och pröva att uppnå rättfärdighet och frälse genom gärningar but it's completely off our, men, our faith and what the lord offered them men det är inte där de må leta det är inte det där de finner gud did you know that some in some jewish uh, denominations in the orthodox denominations they cut toilet paper before sabbath did you know that i någon ortodoxa menighet så drar de tar de toalettpapper för för menighet för de mötes. You know toalettpapper that you need to cut to use, yeah? Och ja, man måste kutta, man måste kutta upp eller heter det, alltså riva toalettpapper för du brukar det. Because this is work. För det är ju arbete att göra det, så det måste man också göra för sabbaten. They live under so much fear from what we see in the Old Testament because God. Uh, acted very seriously against those who go um, work in Sabbath. Och de lever under så mycket frykt för vi ser ju tidigare vad Gud har gjort med de som jobbar på Sabbaten. They have missed Jesus' sacrifice. De har inte förstått Jesu offer. Why? Because they can't see and they can't hear and they're sleepy. Varför? För de kan inte se och de kan inte höra. Och de är som är sövniga. De har fått en sövniga och en slövet om. They are still waiting for Messiah. De väntar framdeles på Messias. How sad is that? Det är lite trist. But we need to be really careful because God sometimes just releases us to go in the way we choose. Men vi måste vara försiktiga själva för av och till så låter Gud oss också gå på våra egna vägar. We all have free will choice. Vi har alla vår egen fri vilja. In Matthew 15, Matthew 15, verse 8 to 13, Matthew 15, these people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Yeah. Matteus 15, 8 till 13. Detta folk är med med läpparna, 
Men hjertet er langt borte fra meg. For Jeve styrker det meg, for det de lærer er menneskebud. Ja, takk. Så... You see, God is really describing where they are today. They think they're in the right place. So that God describes here where the situation they are in today. They are thinking that they're doing the right thing. And they think that they are doing the right thing. But they are completely off. But they are not on the right path. So then we see in Romans that these branches. So in Romans we see that these branches got cut off from the olive original tree. Ble brutt av fra det opprinnelige treet. And what happened? The Lord has chosen each and every one of you and of us to be grafted into that tree. Og det som har skjedd er at hver og en av oss er blitt podet inn på dette treet. How privileged we are. Så utrolig privilegerte vi er. Think about it. Tenk på det. I feel very privileged. As I said, I have many bits in me. And in every bit, I feel so privileged that I can stand here today. Og jeg føler meg også utrolig privilegert. Jeg har forskjellige, som jeg sa, forskjellige bakgrunn. Og jeg føler meg utrolig privilegert at jeg kan være her i dag. Knowing the truth. Og vite sannheten. Praise the Lord. Takk Gud. We were grafted in into God's family, adopted into his family. Vi ble podet inn i Guds, og adoptert inn i Guds familie. And again, he had it always in mind. Og han tenkte, han har tenkt på det for lenge siden. Hele tiden var det det som var det han tenkte på. It's such an incredible thing. Utrolig å tenke på. But let's not take it for granted. Men det er noe vi ikke må ta for gitt. Let's not be sleepy ourselves. At vi ikke vi selv må få en søvnig ånd. Comfortable. Litt for komfortabel. Oh yeah, I became a believer when I was 11. Jeg kom til tro da jeg var 11. But since then I'm fine, I'm a Christian. Men siden da, ja, har jeg hatt det bra. Jeg er kristen. And I was talking to a group of pastors in Norway. Og jeg snakket med en gruppe pastorer i Norge. Last time I was here and I said, you know, if it's written in your statistics that you have 87% Christians, I don't, I don't get it. Står det virkelig, og jeg spurte, står det i, altså, eller det er gjort oversikt om at det bare er, eller at det er så mye som 87% som står i statskirken? It's a bit hard to hear. But what is Paul saying here? What are the Paulus saying here? Okay, let's just read the whole thing. Let's just see, read from um, it's Romans eleven. Da kan vi læse fra Romerne elleve. From verse seventeen. Fra vers sytten. And if some of the branches were broken off, and you, being a wild olive tree, were grafted in among them, and with them became a partaker of the root. Noen av grenene er nå brukket av. Og du som var en vild oljekvist har blitt podet inn blant grenene og fått sevje fra roten sammen med dem. Yeah, verse 18. Do not boast against the branches. Men innbilde ikke at du er bedre enn grenene. But if you do both, remember that you do not support the root, but the root supports you. Gjør du det, så husk at det ikke er du som bærer roten, men roten som bærer deg. Verse 19. You will say, branches were broken off, that I may be grafted in. Kanskje du vil si, greiene ble brukket av for at jeg skulle bli podet inn. Yeah, listen carefully. Well said, because of unbelief they were broken off, and you stand by faith. Ja vel. Men de ble brukket av 
Og det er din tro som gjør at du blir stående. Do not be hefty, but fear. Vær ikke overmodig, men frykt Gud. Verse 21, for if God did not spare the natural branches, he may not spare you either. Sparte han ikke de naturlige grenene, skal han heller ikke spare dig. Therefore consider the goodness and servity of God on those who fell, um, yes, but toward you goodness if you continue in his goodness. Så ser du da at Gud er både god og streng, streng mot dem som er falt, men god mot dem yeah, or otherwise you also will be cut off. That's very hard scripture. That's very difficult, huh? But it's very serious to say that I'm a Christian or to say that I'm a messianic believer as I would represent myself. That's a very serious statement. Men det er um, alvorlig ord når jeg sier selv at jeg er messiansk, jeg tror på Jesus. There is a lot of responsibility behind it. Det er mye ansvar som ligger i det. And we don't want to be walking off in the same way. Og vi, vi må ikke um, gå på andre veier. That's why we are looking into our roots, so we, and that's why we are reading the Old Testament, so we can learn not to make the same mistakes. Det er derfor vi leser det gamle testamentet, slik at vi kan lære av våre feil og ikke gjøre de samme feilene om igjen. Så vi kan se hvor alvorlig Gud mener det når han snakker, når han taler. Vi sometimes make God seem so nice and so cute and so fluffy. Av og til så får vi Gud til å virke så koselig og hyggelig og snill. Yeah, and he makes me feel so nice, and I feel so good when I come to church. But we need to be challenged by God. He's very serious. There's a lot of spiritual stuff going on around us. So just to conclude this bit, you are loved, this is true. Vi er elsket, det er sant. And it's good if you feel comfortable and at peace. Og det er bra hvis vi føler oss komfortable og at vi har fred i oss, fred i hjertet. Praise the Lord, but we just want to see scriptures in the light of truth, yeah? Men samtidig ønsker vi å se Guds ord i lys av sannheten. We'll talk about it a bit more tomorrow. Vi snakker litt mer om det i morgen. So now you can say, I have Jewish roots. Så nå kan vi alle sammen si, jeg har jødiske røtter. Exciting, huh? I have sometimes I, I have people in the UK coming to me. Oh, I realize that my great grandma is Jewish, you know, or someone. And you can say that as well. That our roots of our faith. And it's sometimes it's hard to understand sometimes, especially if you don't have that background. But it's very important. It will give us the fullness of Scripture. Men det kommer til å gi oss hele fylden av, av, av Guds ord. Seeing how God carefully and most beautifully planned everything. Når vi ser hvordan Gud planla alt så i detalj fra begynnelsen av. And promised things long before they were accomplished. Og lovet ting lenge før de ble oppfylt. 
my brother recently decided to read the Bible half a year ago. Broren min, han bestemte seg bare for et halvt års tid, års tid siden å begynne å lese Bibelen. And he said, oh, what should I read, you know? Og han spurte meg, hvor skal jeg begynne å lese? And I said, oh, it's okay, you can start with the New Testament, you know, and go maybe one chapter a day, that's what he decided. Og jeg sa, ja, du kan begynne med Nye Testamentet, et kapittel om dagen, cirka. And then he came back to me uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he said, oh, I finished, I can't believe I finished in Revelation, what should I read now, you know? Og så kom han tilbake, ja, nå er jeg ferdig med Gamle Testamentet, nei, med Nye Testamentet, hva skal jeg lese nå? And I was very proud of him, and I said, okay, now you need to start actually maybe one chapter from the New Testament and one chapter from the Old Testament, and go forward like that. Og jeg var veldig stolt av meg og sa at nå kan du kanskje begynne å lese et kapittel fra Gamle Testamentet og et fra det Nye Testamentet, og så fortsetter slik. And it's very hard in Hebrew, like in the original Hebrew, it's actually quite hard to read it, especially when you're not used to the language. Og det er nokså vanskelig å lese det på hebraisk, spesielt hvis man ikke er vant til språket selvfølgelig. But it's so funny, he came back to us, we were laughing so much a couple of days ago, he says, oh, did Abraham really go with another woman? Han kom tilbake og var sjokkert og sa, Abraham, gikk han virkelig sammen med en annen kvinne? He said, oh, you know, he felt bad for saying, he said, oh, maybe I didn't understand it well, you know? Og han var jo litt flau for å si det, kanskje ikke jeg skjønte helt hva som sto. There is so much that we can learn of carnal people, actually normal people. Og det er så mye vi kan lære av helt vanlige folk som det står om i Bibelen. That we make them sound like these holy, incredible. Og vi får dem av og til til å høres ut som disse veldig hellige, utrolige menneskene. But they are people. Men de er mennesker de også. And so much that we can learn from the character of God. Og det at dette viser oss så mye om Guds karakter. The other thing I wanted to touch really briefly is about our own personal roots. Det andre jeg har lyst til å snakke litt kort om, er våre egne personlige røtter. Just to tell you a little bit about myself. So, as I said, when I was six years old, we moved to Israel. Så først litt om meg selv. Da jeg var seks år gammel, så flyttet vi til Israel. My parents already got divorced when I was five. Og mine foreldre skilte seg allerede da jeg var fem. My mom remarried another man, and we moved to Israel. Og min mor giftet seg igjen, og vi flyttet til Israel. When I was seven, my father was killed back in Georgia. Da jeg var syv, ble min far, døde min far i Georgia. And most of my life, my young, my youth time, I grew up with a very abusive father. Og mesteparten av ungdomstiden min, så var faren min, så misbrukte faren min meg. Alkoholik, drug addict. Eller ja, det var med at faren hadde problemer med alkohol og narkotika. Very abusive, in and out of jail. Og inn og ut av fengsel hele tiden. And this is, so this is a bit of my soil, where I started planting, yeah? Og det er litt av min bakgrunn, min jord, hvor jeg har mine røtter. So we know the parable of the sower, yeah? We know the parable of the sower in Matthew chapter 13. Så vi kjenner til lignelsen av såmannen i Matteus 13. And we won't read it, but just to say... Some were spread on the sidewalk, yeah, and the birds ate it. Så vi leser det ikke her, men der står det at noe falt ved veien hvor fuglene kom og tok det. Some on the stones, yeah, there weren't much ground. Noe på steingrunn hvor det ikke var noe jord. So they couldn't get deep roots, and what happened? The sun came, and they dried out. Så det kunne ikke stå rot, og hva skjedde? Når solen begynte å skinne, så tørket det ut. 
Some of them among thorns, oh, very uncomfortable in between. Og noen ble sådd blant tornebusker, ja, ikke noe særlig godt eh, omkring. And the, what happened? They choked them. They didn't have space, and that's it. They couldn't have life. Og de ble på måte, de hadde ikke nok rom og ble kvalt. And some on good ground. Men noe falt i god jord. And they bear much fruit. Og de bar mye frukt. Everyone different. Og alle forskjellig frukt. And I want you to think today a bit about yourself. I just wanted to make it a little bit more applicable to each of you as a person. Og hvis vi tenker, og vi ønsker å gjøre det her litt, slik at vi kan applisere det i vårt eget liv. What ground, when, when the Lord came and started his work in you, when he started putting seeds in your life, in your heart, what ground did it fall on? Når eh, Gud begynte å så i ditt liv, hvordan we have to realize that those things that happen in our life affect us. And they can affect our spiritual life and intimacy with the Lord. It's almost, I have a little balloon here. Let me demonstrate. Um, so if we grow up, and not only when in your childhood, but as you grow up and your parents say, oh, you know, you're so beautiful. Oh, I love this dress. You know, it's so pretty. Yeah, there's a little bit of life that is blown in. Just, sorry. I went off. Ja, så for eksempel hvis foreldrene din sier når du er liten, åh, du er så god og snill og fin, så er det som vi får liv inn i oss. Ja, så det går inn. A bit of life, ja? Så vi som mennesker, vi er bygd av kroppen. Vi ser at det er bønn, tissue, blod. Så vi er jo da, vi består av en kropp, muskler, ben, skjønnet. Of soul, so it's more our emotions and our mind. And then we have a spirit, a human spirit, not Holy Spirit, human spirit. You know, when God breathed that spirit of life, yeah, and there was life. So our body is flesh, you know, so it's carnal. It's not, it doesn't want God. It wants against God, yeah? Så kroppen vår er i naturlig finskap med Gud, vil ikke ha Gud. And our soul as well. The soul wants me. No, I don't feel well. I don't want to wake up. I want to sleep. Og sjelen vår også er ikke, også er mest opptatt av seg selv selvfølgelig. Ja, han er ville sove, ja. Yeah, if you imagine like three people, yeah, it's all one, but we have the body, we have the soul, and we have the spirit. So there are both three and we have kropp and sjel and ånd. And the spirit is the one that is connecting with the Lord. And it's our ånd that has contact with God. That wants God more. That wants God to be in contact with God. But the same like if we fall, we can damage our knee. But as if we fall and slår our knee down. Sometimes we can be damaged in our in our way of being connected to God. Kan vi samtidig også vårt indre bli skadet, slik at vi ikke i måten i vårt vår relation til Gud da? Yes. So if there's more nourishment as you go, your teacher says, "Wow, well done. Oh, that's such a pretty picture. You did it very good. You know." 
Så ju mer näring vi får från från lärare, från föräldrar och så flinkt du är er, ju du har gjort en god jobb. Ju mer föler bättre föler vi oss. And later in university, yeah, you've done well, but you know what? Like it's okay, we can work on it, but it's fine. You you can get better, but you're really good. Och för exempel i universitetet, var du före från föreläsningen, du är er fantastiskt väldigt bra. Vi kan göra mycket bättre här, men väldigt bra så långt. So as a whole, we we are actually quite confident and we know who we are. Och så blir vi mer och mer till lika tillfreds men trygga på oss själva och vi vet vem vi är. And if something comes against us, och vi stoe eh vi ser möteväggen eller vad ska jag säga, vi ser möte motstånd. Up we stand up again. Så så rätt vi oss upp igen. But if we we um, didn't have good nurture Men hvis vi ikke fikk denne næringen da vi var mindre. Loads of pain and trauma. Men bare mye smerte og traumatiske opplevelser i stedet. When something comes up, we're gone. Oops, når vi møter en motstand, så klarer vi ikke å reise oss. Very difficult to stand. Det er vanskelig å stå. To be rooted. Og være rotfestet da. So which ground, when God brought that in, which ground did he plant things on? Så når Gud on? sådde i dig, hvordan var hjertet? And it's not to say, oh no, now I can never have a deep relationship with the Lord, but just to understand that it can affect. Och det är jag säger att du att du inte kan ha ett ordentligt, ett gott och närt förhållande till till Gud, men det kan inverka på förhållandet du har till Gud. I had to repent a lot of sin and things that developed in my life before the Lord. Och jag måste angre på mycket som jag som jag hade i livet mitt och för Gud. I have to forgive many people. Jag måste tillge många människor for what they've done. För det de hade gjort mot mig. And especially my stepfather. Och särskilt min min stefar. I was a lot on my knees and crying a lot. Och jag var ner på knäna och gråt ofta. I was asking for help. Och jag bad om hjälp. And sometimes we need that. Av och till så tränger vi det. And it doesn't matter what age you are. Och det spelar ingen roll hur gammal du är. Whether you are 13 or whether you are 99. Om du är 13 eller 99. It doesn't matter. Det spelar ingen roll. God really cares for you. Gud bryr sig verkligen om dig. And he want that for you to be planted deeply. Och han vill att du ska vara dypt uh, rotfästet. And for your roots to be able to really flourish in. Att rötterna dina ska uh, växa och slå rot. He wants to take all these rocks out. Rocks. Ta ut alla dessa stenar från jorden. All these thorns that are choking, yeah? Alla dessa tornen som kväler liv. So you can so you can live so you can spread and you can grow. Så du kan leva och och spre ut och och växa. As a person and as a church, of course. Som som person, som individ och som menighet. And sometimes it takes boldness, it takes courage to go there even. Och av till så måste ta det mycket mot av oss att vi går, att vi sätter oss själ i där i de städerna. But know that you're not alone because God is willing to take you by the hand. Men vet att du inte är alene. Gud är där för att hålla dig i handen. I know he did with me. Det gjorde han med mig. And if he did with me, I'm sure he'll do with each and every one of you. Och så gjorde det med mig så kommer han att göra det med var enkelt av er också. Let's pray. Ska vi be? Father, we just thank you for this morning. Får vi tacka dig för den morgonen? 
szóltok nemlé fel a várendélnek a familyen din. Father, we are so privileged to be nourished and nurtured by you. We are so thankful for that we are so nourished from you. Father, thank you for your love and your grace. Thank you for your nourishment and kindness. Lord, will you humble us and show us, Lord, what's going on around? Father, will you show us kindness and show us what's going on around us? Lord, will you show us if there is anything that it stands on your way? From being able to bring us closer to you. Father, may you show us if there is something that stands in the way between us and you. Lord, we want to know you better. We ask you to know us better. Father, we know that there is more. We know that there is more. Lord, I just really want to pray, Father, for each and every one of the people in this room. I ask you to lift up and pray for every one in this room. For you to bring a new revelation. Att du ska bringa en ny uppenbaring av your father heart and father love for them. En uppenbaring av den farskärlighet och ditt farskärte för dem. Will you really feel them deep, Lord? Får jag be att du ska fylla dem upp helt på djupe? Thank you, Father, Lord. We love you and we pray that you will continue speaking to us today. Tack för vi älskar dig och vi ber om att du ska fortsätta att tala till oss idag. In Jesus' name. Amen. I Jesu namn. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a lovely day. We're with you. Very excited. Ha en fin dag fortsatt. Vi er glad for å være med dere. Thank you so much.